0: All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up... The defense takes over in the murder trial for a former Texas police officer. I'm Clayton Neville. There's late word of a serial shooter in the loose in West Texas. UTSA has announced what it plans to do with the name of its main campus. And now it's no longer okay to sign okay. These stories and more on Texas News Radio. Powered by KTSA News. The former Dallas police officer accused of killing an unarmed man in his apartment last year is testifying in her murder trial. Amber Geiger was called to the stand minutes after the defense began presenting its case. She testified that she heard shuffling inside the apartment and told John to put up his hands when she went inside. She said John was moving toward her, speaking loudly. He was yelling, hey, hey, hey. She was asked why she chose to fire her weapon. I was scared
1: whoever was inside my apartment was going to kill me,
0: (laughs) and I'm sorry. I have to live with that every single day. After nearly two hours of questioning, the defense passed the witness to the prosecution. Clayton Neville Dallas. Police in Midland and Odessa are on the hunt for a possible serial gunman. Police in Midland and Odessa believe there is a serial shooter on the run. Somebody who is shooting at broken down cars. There have been four shootings since Tuesday. Two people have been hit by gunfire. One person has died. All police know is it's a man driving a white pickup truck. They don't have anything more on the shooter. All of this only weeks after an active shooter killed seven and then himself while driving around Odessa and Midland. Alex Stone, EBC News. The Bear County Sheriff's Office's three sergeants faced disciplinary action after two inmates were sent to state prison in error Tuesday. Jailers used an older list of people to be transferred to the prison, even though they'd been sent an update Monday. The inmates are identified as Fernando Zanko, jailed on a drug charge, and Adrian Garza, locked up for family violence. Both will be sent to a, a Texas prison later. In the meantime, the sheriff's office has to pick them up from prison and take them back to jail. Texas Governor Greg Abbott announced today in Tokyo that Continental Structural Plastics plans to build a manufacturing facility in Seguin. He also signed a statement of mutual cooperation with Japan Bank. We have seen
1: tremendous success of Japanese businesses doing business in Texas.
0: The Continental Structural Plastics Facility in Seguin is expected to create 200 jobs ktsa accuweather
2: times of clouds and sun it'll be warm this afternoon the high 96 partly cloudy warm and humid tonight low 77 clouds and sun shower at thunderstorm warm and breezy for tomorrow afternoon the high 93 partly sunny breezy remaining warm on Sunday still could see a shower at thunderstorm the high at 94 I'm Steve Williams with your ktsa Stevens roofing accuweather
0: forecast the Trump administration wants to drastically cut the number of refugees allowed into the country in the fiscal year beginning October 1st, the lowest num- number since the program was started in 1980.
2: The International Rescue Committee says in a statement, this is a very sad day for America. Its CEO, David Miliband, says refugee resettlement is an essential lifeline that the U.S. provides for the most vulnerable refugees at a time of unprecedented global crisis. Amnesty International says in a statement, the U.S. has the capacity to Accept far more refugees than this. The Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society tweeted Once again, this administration has brought our country to a new low. Allison Keys, CBS News, Washington.
0: Walmart has set November 6th for the reopening of its store in El Paso, where 22 people were killed in an August 3rd mass shooting.
1: In a statement released Thursday, Walmart said the date for the store reopening cannot be guaranteed because there's still much work to be done. Store workers temporarily reassigned to other locations will be returning to the El Paso area store in early October to prepare for the reopening. Company officials say Walmart
2: is finalizing design plans for a permanent memorial at the store to honor those killed in the
0: attack that's correspondent bill michaels john cornyn is facing another challenger in 2020 this one from his own party dallas financier mark yancey is described as a reagan republican is in favor of fiscal conservatism limited government a strong military and free trade yancey is a longtime dallas resident and is the chairman of and ceo of a dallas-based privately held mergers and acquisitions firm cornyn also faces several democratic challengers and has run for a fourth term in senate A hand gesture and a haircut, two of the newest symbols added to a hate database. The OK hand gesture has just been added to an expanding list of hate symbols used by white supremacists. The symbol began as a hoax by users of the website 4chan before turning into a popular trolling tactic, according to the Anti-Defamation League. By this year, it had evolved into a gesture embraced, quote, in some circles as a sincere expression of white supremacy. The civil rights group says the symbol is one of dozens just announced to the ADL's data base. Among the other new entries is the bowl cut, which is an image of a bowl-shaped haircut resembling the one worn by Charleston church gunman Dylan Roof. Matt Piper, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio.
1: I'm James Pledger and in Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros drop their series opener in Anaheim to the Angels 4-3 to three in 12 innings. Houston now has a two-game lead over the Yankees for the best record in the American League and just a game lead over the Dodgers for the best record in baseball with three games left on the season, the first of which is tonight as they continue their series in Anaheim with first pitch set for 9:07, Astros shortstop Carlos Cray is sitting out the rest of the regular season with back tightness as he's hopeful to return for the American League Division Series. The Texas Rangers avoid getting swept at the hands of the Red Sox with a 7-5 win in their finale. As Texas will now close out Globe Life Park this weekend when they open up a series against the Yankees with first pitch for tonight's game set for 7:05. In college football action tomorrow morning, right here on ESPN San Antonio, you can catch the Texas Tech Red as they head to Norman to take on the 6-ranked Sooners. Kickoff is set for 11 right after the Saturday morning hangover. Also at 11, the 23rd-ranked Aggies take on Arkansas, a game you can catch over on our brother station, 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Finally in the NFL on Sunday, the Texans play host of the Panthers with kickoff set for noon, while well, right here on ESPN San Antonio, we've got the unbeaten Cowboys taking on the Saints on Sunday night football with kickoff set for 720. I'm James Pledger on your home for everything Cowboys ESPN San Antonio.
0: The DEA is offering $10 million for information leading to the arrest of the Mexican drug kingpin known as El Mencho. He's blamed for a flood of narcotics into the U.S. He's
1: the number one priority for DEA and, and, and frankly, federal law enforcement in the United States.
2: Matthew Donahue is the DEA's top agent in Mexico and has helped uncover dozens of El Mencho's drug labs in the jungle. El Mencho's cartel is responsible for roughly a third of the drugs entering this country by land and by sea. He has a $10 million bounty on his head. Ironically, he lived in California some 30 years ago, where he was arrested on drug charges and eventually deported back to Mexico.
0: That's CBS's Adriana Diaz. A New York man has become the first Sikh American to graduate from basic training and security forces training at Lackland wearing a beard and a turban. Airman First Class Sanji Rathor, Yokota Air Base, Japan. So no! Earlier this year, another airman became the first to obtain a religious accommodation for his Sikh religious practice, but Sanjeet Rathur is the first authorized by the Air Force to wear the turban immediately upon enlistment and during the Air Force's training programs. Another airport is diving into facial recognition as a means of identifying travelers. Customs was the first to use face scanning technology, comparing passport photos on file with live video captured at the airport. Now the airlines are joining in. At Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, Emirates Airlines started using facial recognition boarding in July. Now American Airlines plans to install the equipment at 75 of DFW's 165 gates by the end of the year. Passengers also have the option to turn down face scans and to present boarding passes and passports instead jim ryan abc news dallas should someone who's suffering from a smoking related illness try to kick the habit a
1: recent study provided more than 3200 smokers with a free kick the habit regimen medical consultations and up to 12 weeks of fda approved medication some of the participants were healthy others had smoking related cancer nearly half of the smokers even those dealing with the stress of cancer had quit after three months nine months later over 40 percent still weren't smoking other studies have shown quitting smoking at the time of a cancer diagnosis reduces the risk of dying by up to 40 percent daria albinger abc
2: news
0: ktsa money news
2: income inequality now stands at the highest level in more than 50 years according to the census bureau the median u.s household income rose to nearly sixty two thousand dollars last year But the divide between the haves and have-nots is stark, with median household income lower than the nation's average in 29 states and Puerto Rico. Wells Fargo has named a new CEO. The company says Charles Scharf will take over the top job beginning October 21st. This is its third CEO in as many years after a series of scandals rocked the bank. Among them, the 2016 Revelation employees were opening millions of fake accounts to meet sales goals. Uber has launched a series of new features focusing on rider safety. The optional verification system will require drivers to receive a PIN from the rider before a trip can start. And beginning next month, riders can text 911 from inside the app, automatically sending the vehicle description, license plate, current location, and destination. And be careful when lending money to friends. According to a new bank rate survey, 46% of people who loaned money to friends or family say they never saw it again or it hurt their relationship. And 37% of people who lent a credit card either lost money or took a hit to their credit score. And that's your CBS MoneyWatch.com report. I'm Diane King-Hall.
0: The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. President Donald Trump is stepping up his attacks on the anonymous complaint that led to the impeachment inquiry. He says it sounds more and more like the so-called whistleblower is not a whistleblower at all, and rather a partisan operative that could be previewing an attempt to argue whistleblower protections don't apply here, which in turn might open a new front in his fight with Congress, where Democrats are pledging to protect the person who filed the complaint. The president yesterday suggested whomever gave information to that person is close to a spy. In audio released by the LA Times, he compared it to treason, which is punishable by death. Sagar Magani at the White House.
2: I'm Cami McCormick at the Pentagon. The letter says, having worked across administrations of both parties, we consider the president's actions to be a profound national security concern. And if we fail to act now, it says U.S. foreign policy and national security will be officially on offer to those who can fulfill the president's personal objectives. The letter also says it's not meant to prejudge the outcome, but the allegations are serious enough to merit impeachment proceedings.
0: North Korea says it wants President Donald Trump to produce a breakthrough in their stalled nuclear diplomacy talks. The
2: North doubts any summit breakthrough can be made because of U.S. views that North Korea must disarm first. North Korea wants a step-by-step disarmament process in which it moves are matched by U.S. actions. North Korea accuses the U.S. of not acting to implement a joint statement, issued issued after the first summit between Kim and Trump in Singapore last year. I'm Zaria Shackley.
0: Researchers in Italy make an amazing discovery about early humans and their use of projectile weapons.
2: The inventions of spears and bow and arrow technology gave European modern humans a competitive advantage over their Neanderthal cousins. That's the finding of an Italian and Japanese research team that discovered the first evidence for mechanically delivered projectile weapons in Europe, dating as far back as 45,000 years ago. Neanderthals and modern humans coexisted in Europe for at least 5,000 years. But until now, little was known about why modern humans were able to increase their population size while the local Neanderthals went extinct. Megan Williams, ABC News, Rome. For what it's worth, I'm Sherry Preston. Sympathy goes out to all those Americans who tried to quit smoking by turning to vaping. It was more convenient, they told you, and it was safer, they told you. Well, now you know the truth. Centers for Disease Control announcing this week more than 800 people are now sick with vaping-related illnesses. ABC's T.J. Holmes. The yeah,
1: CDC is actually starting to use this word to describe what's happening. Outbreak. More and more people are showing up to ERs around the country with chest pain, coughing, nausea, and doctors are now in diagnosing them. The first thing they're starting to ask, do you vape?
2: There have been 13 people who have died from this mysterious illness linked to vaping, but there's still so many questions about what's causing the lung ailment. As to people who turn to vaping because they were told it was safer than smoking.
1: The CDC recommendation now, if you don't vape, don't start. And for young people, guys, do not vape at all. And if you are vaping, stop right now.
0: For what it's worth, Sherry Preston, ABC News. the two Texas Democrats running for president in 2020 may have trouble qualifying for the November debate. The Democratic National Committee Monday released the latest rules for qualification for the debates and it doesn't look good for better O'Rourke or Julián Castro. The new rules raise the required thresholds for polling and donors and are likely to further narrow the field from the 10 candidates who took part in last month's debate in Houston. O'Rourke and Castro are both struggling the low single digits the debate the November debate. The date for that debate in Ohio has not yet been announced. The nation's immigration judges have filed complaints with the Federal Labor Relations Authority alleging unfair labor practices. The complaints were filed today after the Justice Department challenged the judge's right to be represented by a labor union. The DOJ says that judges are management officials, which the judges dispute, noting they don't oversee anyone. Immigration judges are actually employees of the Justice Department. These complaints will trigger an investigation, which the judge want. They say their workload is difficult as backlog of immigration cases has now exceeded one million. Bill Rakoff, CBS News, Washington. A Utah man convicted of killing six members of his ex-wife's family in Texas faces a possible death sentence. Ronald Haskell was found guilty yesterday of the murders of the Stave family, his ex-wife's sister, her husband, and four of their children, ages four to 13. In 2014, Haskell went to the family's home in the Houston suburbs disguised as a, a FedEx delivery man, ambushing the family and shooting them in the back of their heads. A fifth child, a 15-year-old girl, survived by playing dead it was able to ID Haskell to police. His defense argued insanity that voices told him to kill. The NBA has told teams they must provide the precise height and age of every player.
2: Dallas Mavericks guard J.J. Barea is listed as 6 feet tall, but he told the Wall Street Journal he's actually 5 foot 10 on a good day. For years, some players have been listed as taller and some shorter than they really are, and the NBA wants to change that. A league spokesman told the Washington Post that a consistent process has been created to ensure the integrity and accuracy of the data on team rosters. This year NBA players will be measured with their shoes off, the rule for players' weights is not not being changed because they tend to fluctuate. The league will also ensure that players' ages are correct, too. I'm Ann Cates.
0: This is Texas News Radio. Entertainment news. After last week's jam-packed Down Abbey and Rambo weekend at the box office, it's a little slower this weekend. Only one movie opening wide, the animated adventure Abominable.
2: <gasps> There's a Yeti on my roof.
0: Starring the voice of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. star Chloe Bennett, the DreamWorks animation film is expected to debut in first place with around $20 bucks. Then next weekend should be big with the highly anticipated but also controversial Joker. On the streaming screen, Ryan Murphy's first Netflix series, *The Politician*, debuts. I'm running for somebody's president. Co-starring Gwyneth Paltrow, Ben Platt, Jessica Lange, Bette Midler, and more. We choose. *Transparent* says goodbye with a musical finale, and the new season of *Saturday Night Live* debuts, hosted by Woody Harrelson. Comes Out today on the music side, the 50th anniversary remastered Beatles album *Abbey Road* with tons of extras. And I mentioned Gwyneth Paltrow earlier. Today's her birthday. She's 47. Jason Athenson, ABC News Hollywood. A government employee accused of unlawfully selling more than a million dollars worth of items from a military installation has turned himself in.
2: Federal investigators say Joseph Mora sold sensitive military-grade equipment from Camp Mabry in Austin, including rifle scopes, infrared laser aiming devices, and thermal night vision goggles without authorization. Some of the stolen items were sold on eBay. Federal agents executed a search warrant this week at Mora's residence and recovered dozens of items believed to be stolen from Camp Mabry. He's out on bond after being charged with theft of more than a million dollars. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News.
0: Two people were sentenced to prison time this week for their roles in the college admission scandal. Both paid bid Big money to get their children into top schools, but whatever happened to that money? Some schools
1: have spent the money they received. Others say they'll donate to charity. The Wall Street Journal reports Stanford University received $770,000 and is talking with the state attorney general about where it should go. University of Texas Austin used some of the money to pay for new tennis facilities. Wake Forest says it's donating some of their cash to a scholarship program, while Chapman University is sending $440,000 to programs for at-risk children. Peter King, CBS News. The main
0: campus of UTSA will not be undergoing a name change after all. Some students have complained that the name of the main campus made it sound like it was more important than the school's other sites. Uh, The UTSA's president announced early this month that the school was having a contest to come up with a new name. 4,000 submissions were sent in over the next two weeks. The school then announced that most of the community didn't want to change the name of the main campus. Fans of the Beatles all over the world are celebrating the 50th anniversary of the release of the last album they recorded, Abbey Road.
1: It simply sounds different.
0: Beatles historian Kenneth Womack is the author of a new book called Solid State, the story of Abbey Road and the end of the Beatles.
1: It's the Solid State recording that makes it different. It's about the TG12345. Mixing desk that was installed right after the Beatles finished the White Album. Of course, they had been clamoring for a long time for state of the art recording facilities. The difference when you listen to the record is there's a brighter and warmer sound.
0: Bud Mishkin, CBS News. KTSA, AccuWeather.
2: Times of clouds and sun, very warm this afternoon, the high pushing up to 96. Partly cloudy, warm, and humid tonight, low 77. Clouds and sun, can't rule out a shower, or thunderstorm, a warm, breezy day tomorrow, the high 93. Partly sunny, breezy, and a shower and a thunderstorm on Sunday. It'll stay very warm, a high Sunday at 94. I'm Steve Williams with your KTSA, Stevens Roofing, AccuWeather forecast.
0: Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.